0: Today, this American Dice brings you the latest episode of Dragon of Icepire Peak from the D&D Essentials Kit. In this episode, Serafina and friends return from Nomengard for some much-needed supplies and to check for new quests. But just when they think they can relax, one of the party succumbs to the most powerful malady in all the realms. A new crush. With these distractions, it's easy for them to miss a change in some of Phandalin's newest residents.
1: You ever heard of kobolds? Little lizard people, known for making traps and getting in the way of adventurers. Of course, most folks aren't adventurers and don't hold as hard a bias, but I don't gotta tell you that. Sure, most bite off your finger quick as shake your hand, but they got more good qualities than bad if you ask me. More clever than they got any right to be. Damn funny if you listen to them long enough, and low to a fault. They're said to be distant relations of dragons and often end up drawn to serve them in one way or another to prove their loyalty. But sometimes someone else earns that trust first. That's what happened to a little kobold family a few weeks ago Deccan, Ricks, Tucker, Meepo, and who could forget little Snook. They were all instantly smitten when they saw Velen Firecrow. To be fair, they weren't the first or the last with that problem. they had been following her ever since. Anyway, when Velan's superiors gave her a special task in Phandalin, her cobalt retinue was right at her heels, and Phandalin folk warmed up to them eh, quick as anybody warmed up to anything in Velan They got so warm, in fact, not a one thought to ask why them green cobalt scales started coming in a dull white, not unlike that dragon up in Aspar. But that's the story for another time. Let's see how family's been.
0: Fighter, one soldier, halfling.
2: Heck yeah, you are. You got some friends, Shane, Jan, Quan. He's a spellcaster, priest of uh, Timora. Got her name, and also Inverna nightbury She's with you too. Mm-hmm. Remember what happened last time?
0: Uh, gnome stuff.
2: Heck yeah, gnome stuff. The best kind.
0: A fight, a battle.
2: Yeah, you fought that um shapeshifter. Did you found out it was a mimic. Mm-hmm. It's a big wine barrel. That's right. And you befriended your, uh, new friends. Uh, Gnomes of Gnomengard.
0: Yeah, Gnomengard friends.
2: Yeah, and they gave you, um, I think a few little items to help you on your way, right?
0: Yes. They gave me Goggles of Night, Dust of Disappearance, Pole of Collapsing, Immovable Rod. I think that's it.
2: Yeah. I think your quest was to, um... Um, Any that you want to part with, you can sell to the town guy.
0: Yeah. Town master. I had to go to gnome and Guard, get whatever I could, um, bring back something useful. And uh, if I don't want it, sell it back to town master Harbin Wester for 50 gold pieces. And um, made some new gnome friends and helped a king. Yeah. Gnome king. A pair of
2: kings. Yeah, on your way back, I guess you have some time to think about... Which of those four items, or any that you have already, you want to try to sell to um, Harbin Wester, or maybe you want to keep them all for the... You don't have to get 50 gold pieces.
0: Mm-hmm. What do you think? Oh no, I'd have to really read them. Okay. And as far as my gold pieces go right now, do you know how many I have?
2: Uh, no, it should be there. I know when you get back, you're going to have a bunch more because you... Sent those gems to be appraised by Holly right. Thornton
0: because I had it says I had ninety four. I just don't know if that's the updated.
2: Um, I don't know. sounds sounds right to me.
0: Well, at this time, I'd like to keep everything because I just need to make sure that I'm I might need them for later. Yeah, and if I if I'm gonna get some more money from the gems, I'd rather wait and see because all of these things could be good for. Impending doom battles.
2: Yeah. And um, I don't know if um, probably one of the, the Rock Seeker brothers or maybe Halia herself said that they were probably going to be like, I think like 10 about, like about 10 gold pieces a piece. So you're theoretically going to get like 100 gold pieces when you get back. Mm-hmm. But either way, it'll be a mission accomplished.
0: It's already been a, a, a night that I slept there, right? Yeah. So, my spells go back? Mm-hmm.
2: And you'll get, if you're down any hit points, you'll get those back as well. Okay. So, I'll say it just takes, like, about a day. It's very, very close to uh, Phandalin, especially now that you know the way. But one thing in per- particular on your way back is that um, very familiar hill that you, you met uh, Wingbaby on where that windmill is there, mm-hmm. Umbridge Hill. Oh, maybe you even use that as, like, a like a landmark to tell so you're almost there. It's, like, about the halfway point, if I'm not mistaken. Um, you see that it looks like it's real messed up. I don't know if you want to inspect it or just look at it from afar. What do you think?
0: The hill is messed up?
2: The windmill, in particular.
0: Oh, the windmill is messed up.
2: Yeah, you can see that really prominently because it's up on the top of the hill.
0: I guess let's go look at it.
2: Yeah, when you go over there, it's pretty easy to see that um, part of it's like knocked down in that little windmill thing. There's maybe like one or two of the little fans left, and it's all like frozen. There's like icicles hanging off it. Looks like some big wintry creature went through here, tore it open, and then maybe, especially if you go through it, looks like anything that used to be in there is ransacked. And Adabra did take, I think, most of it, but, you know, whatever she could carry. And now there's, like, a broken furniture and just basically the top half of this two-story little stone tower is, like, destroyed open to the elements now. All frosty and awful looking. And, I mean, you and shang in particular have some, I don't know, history here, so you can tell. Maybe there's, like, scratch marks and stuff, too. Like, oh, this was for sure the dragon. There's no doubt about it. But, yeah, it looks like it, it had been there A while ago, probably days at this point. Maybe the icicles are like melting at this point. But yeah, it's the middle of summer too. It might even be like kind of rainy on the way back. So very unseasonable weather. But other than that, um, you make it back to Fandolin without anything interesting of note happening.
0: Okay. So... Get my gems? mm -hmm. Yeah. Let's go back to her first.
2: Yeah so yeah i don't know if you need a whole scene here but she's uh just gives you the uh you know the agreed upon money she takes a little slip back it seems very uh professional about it she kind of uh i think you got pretty sure there's 90 yeah 90 total i wrote it down it's like i thought i wrote it down but i probably forgot but no i did So you have 90 extra gold pieces
0: 90 extra in addition to my 94.
2: Yeah. So is that 184?
0: I guess? I think so. Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: 184. Yes, yeah, so you're kind of swimming in it now.
0: Woohoo, thanks, lady.
2: She's like, absolutely. And if, again, you do need anything, a loan or a place to store any of those treasures, let me know. I hope I've proven that I'm quite trustworthy. More than some of the people here she kind of says under her breath maybe
0: yeah no you, you're you very very trustworthy and we're so thankful to you so um, as soon as I think that I might need to store some of my treasures I will be right back you'll be the first person I go to
2: yeah so I think she says her goodbyes and then I think as soon as you leave this place Inerva is kind of um well, uh, if you, if you all don't mind, I might take a couple of them gold pieces and go across the uh, path here to that uh this weapon shop. Did they say the name of it? Line Shield Coster, I guess. Mm-hmm. I could use some more arrows. I used a few of them in that that nightmare creature.
0: Hmm. Um, yeah, I think that's a great idea. Go get some more arrows. You never know when we might need some more. All right.
2: Do you all need anything there?
0: Hmm. I guess we can go over there together. Maybe I maybe I could use something other than a rapier. Um, I mean, yeah.
2: Oh yeah, good point. Actually, I just remembered you were you're like you got the archery stuff, but you don't actually have a bow or anything. Mhm. Yeah, so you go just I think I'm pretty sure it's just across like the next building on the other side of the path of the miners' exchange where you just came from So this is a lion shield cost or you saw this is like a mercenary troop in one of the probably the last big town you went through on your way to Phandalin called Yartar which is a weird name but there it is but anyway they were really big there and apparently they have a little shop here as well and oh, also to remind you last time you talked to Holly she was kind of like oh that woman over there she's the worst but whatever.
0: Who was that?
2: Halia was the um, person you just got the money from the gems for. Right. And she said she kind of has a feud going on with this woman, basically.
0: Oh, that's right.
2: But you haven't actually met this person. But now you do, and she is this, uh, I think, like an older lady, like probably in her 50s or 60s, but so was Halia. But unlike Halia, she has maybe a, what medieval thing would you use to dye your hair, I wonder
0: pomegranates
2: oh yeah i love that so she has like really like very beets oh yeah even better yeah
0: pomegranates i just realized don't have a color on the inside
2: oh yeah oh or you know what actually hers is um maybe not beets but i don't know what exactly she would be using but it looks very um blonde like straw yellow blonde
0: dandelions yeah
2: oh i love that yeah perfect And um, since she's in this lion shield costume, it almost like her hair is kind of big too, so it looks almost like she has a mane herself. But yeah, this is like a like a big, probably a little bit bigger than that miners exchange was. There's all these weapons and shields and maybe like a suit of armor or two, kind of like hanging up. And there's let's say there's three of these little reptile creatures. If you remember, like the one of the children, Mm -hmm. uh, Snook, (laughs) who especially liked you these are maybe um a little bit bigger but you can tell like the same creature and there's moving but they're all very short they're probably like your height but they're moving about like uh tidying up and moving things and there's also well we'll see if you see the other person but yeah this woman is um maybe just leaning on the counter that's what they call them I'm like what's that called who knows but the counter maybe reading like a book or something but yeah, when you come in with the bell or anything, she's like. Bell. Mm-hmm. She um, kind of looks you up and down, the three of you, I guess. And um, she's like, hmm. And how could I help you today?
0: Hello there, ma'am. My name is Serafina. And people call me Feeny. I really like your big yellow hair.
2: And I think she, she was kind of, had like a permanent frown on. But when you kind of talk about her hair, she can't help but like. I wouldn't necessarily call it a smile, but she stops frowning for a second and just kind of pushes it back. Just like, oh, well, this was, um, this is a style back where I'm from. Very big city. You've, I mean, you travelers might have seen it, heard about it, called Yartar. Yes, uh, I, I come from there. It's part of the, uh, the Lion Shields. Well, I like to let people know. You have quite good taste. I'm glad.
0: Oh, yes, Yartar. We, um are travelers, and in my past life, I was a soldier, so I've definitely been around there, and I know much about the lion's shields.
2: Oh, my, you look far too young and far too small to be a soldier. I hope you're taking care of yourself.
0: And um, Feeney laughs, like, "Ah, (laughs) Oh, you think I look young. Well, look at me. (laughs) I'll take that as a compliment any day. But, uh, that's the one good thing about us halflings, you know? We, um, definitely look young, but, uh, my old barred heart has, uh, lived many lives. Um, very excited to be in here. My friend Inverna wanted to come here to get some more arrows, and I just realized that I need a bow. And some arrows. I'm assuming.
2: Well, we do have both of those. Let me look in my list to see how much they actually cost so i know
0: hmm,
2: yeah play the shopping song point
0: me to the arrows point me to the arrows point me to the arrows then i need a bow
2: and i think all of these uh, little reptilian creatures kind of dance at that <laughs> and then after you stop they just freeze in place and then just run in different directions get back to work but yes yeah, so she kind of oh actually she might go um uh valine could you could you come help us and this uh very noticeably like or, or very uh easy to tell like an elven woman she's like very svelte you know and uh tall And she has this like fire engine red hair um that actually seems like natural for elves at least but she's kind of like mm, hello okay hmm. oh a little a little friend well c- come with us and i think uh she kind of leads you away and and she looks a little different than um Inverna, like a different kind of elf, maybe. But who knows what elves are about. But you know, Shanjin is just got kinda of like staring at her like dumbfounded. And she's like, Come, come along. And uh she kind of says, Well will you need a short bow or a long bow then? Long bows can sometimes be um difficult to handle if you're too short, but we have we make them well enough that they should shouldn't be a problem for you. Don't let the name fool you. But short bows, um quite good, but long bows i will say go a little bit further if you're unfamiliar and let's see what the price difference is with that
0: hmm?
2: well short bows are 25 and long bows are 50
0: Hmm. well as much as i believe i could probably handle a long bow i am a kind of a tiny little thing uh, i'm not sure a short bow would be fine it's not the size of the bow it's how you use the arrow
2: well i've never heard that but i agree I think um, Shan Jan just like starts to say something like, "Oh, the Timor," hmm, hmm, uh, just kind of stumbles and stops talking, and I think everyone looks at him for a second, and just gets back to business. Okay, well, is there one, any of these that you find in particular? You can just describe the one you pick out. They're mechanically all the same.
0: Okay, so Feeny looks around and she sees a bunch of short bows and long bows, and they all have different um, like. Uh, I don't know. I guess carvings on them. Yeah, sure. Does that makes sense. I, like I don't that. know what bows look like, but they've got like I don't know dragon carvings and Celtic markings, and then she picks one that has like um, it looks like a like a little vine crawling up the the straight side of the bow. So it's like a a little vine that just kind of curls around it, and then at the very top, it's just like a couple little leaves and um. Does that make sense? Yeah, I love that. That's really cool. And then she's like, oh, uh, of course. (laughs) Of course I'd find a tea leaf in here, right? (laughs) So, yeah. I want to take that bow right there that looks like um, my family's name. I'll take the, the leaf one, please.
2: Yeah. and She gets that down without a problem. Bunch of arrows with it. So you get 20 arrows to start with. As a fighter now, you got kind of retroactively... Um, a bunch of proficiencies like you're trained in all these basically every weapon now was there any other weapons that you thought might be particularly interesting to pick up while you're here um, this is like a, i don't know if you want to look at this list but there's a i think the bow was the big one you could buy another dagger or like an axes or something it's like big uh you know, like lances oh you could buy horses at the other place but
0: I haven't even used my daggers, so yeah. it kind of seems pointless to get another knife.
2: Yeah, and to be honest, rapier is pretty good already. I think uh, you can use, like, because you're a fighter now, you can use two hands to, like, use a sword in both hands. But since you're an archer, I don't think you'll probably be doing that very often. So you might be okay. But. I'm going
0: to have a shield now.
2: Oh, hey, that's a good point. Yeah, armor is mentioning that. That's another important thing. So right now, well, I think it was leather for you, right?
0: Um, it says light, medium, leather, armor, yes. Yeah, okay.
2: So, what's your, and you're, you have a high dex. It's plus two. Is that right? Yeah. So, okay. So this is getting into the board game stuff, so I'll, I'll go pretty quick about this. But if you go up to the next tier of armor, like it, it protects you more... But it's harder to move around in, so you can at this point only use up to plus two. But you have plus two, so it's not too much of a problem for you until you until you get your decks higher, which may come in oh next level. But yeah, you got some options here. So well, the next thing up with um, leather is studded leather, which would protect you one extra armor class, and then. You want to go into medium armor. There's some some other ones, like a chain shirt, or scale mail.
0: So even though I have them, I have to buy them in order to have them?
2: You just have proficiency in them like you like oh. you're able to move around in them. This kind of says that you're trained in it.
0: I mean, I guess I'll take a shield for sure then. Yeah. And then
2: So that's only 10 gold pieces. So you have like 129, I think.
0: 129 then minus 10. One nineteen. Mm-hmm. Mm. Plus, if I just get regular leather, is ten.
2: Well, you already have the regular leather. Oh. But if you want to upgrade to studded leather, which is just leather with little like metal bar parts in it, that kind of protects you a little bit better.
0: I'm already at one nineteen, though.
2: So. Well, you can't spend it if you did. Is what my grandma always said.
0: Mm. 119 minus 45 though is like half my money almost. But
2: yeah. you might be selling one of these items. Like what? One of those magic items from Nomengard?
0: Can't I go back whenever I want to and buy studded leather?
2: hmm. Yeah. Uh, She's not going anywhere.
0: Alright, but I'll wait. see the lizards dancing again.
2: Mm-mm. Yeah, they all absolutely do. And I think Inverna buys uh, her little satchel of arrows. Let's see. What does shield actually actually do in this edition? Let's find out. So I believe it's just you get to add plus two. Ooh, do you want a wooden or a metal shield?
0: Uh, metal.
2: Ooh, very nice.
0: It's the same price. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean I've seen how they metal, uh wooden shields work from Vikings, and I'm not a fan.
2: Um, so, whenever you're wielding it, might want to make a note: your armor class up here increases by two, so it'll go from 13 to 15. But tricky thing is that it takes one hand to kind of hold. So, when you um, are using your bow, you can't have. It's either you're using your bow, or you're using your shield and sword. So you right. just gotta like switch back and forth okay um try to remember that i'm sure i'll forget so this was a good purchase because i'll definitely forget to remind you so um let's see yeah i think um valine that the elf w- woman with like the crazy red hair kind of checks you two out like exchanges the money and whatever and you see um inverna kind of like glance at her just like uh, did you uh make these bows and such and the woman is like oh, no absolutely not I'm, I could never craft something of course I'm trained in archery like all of us are but no I I didn't make these she's like well well they're pretty good I like them she's like oh I did oh, well I did add some of the uh, the artistic touches she's like no it's just, uh, good work well anyway and then Shan Jan's like pretty <laughs> and follows you out too and uh, he's, like, just wiping, um, like, his neck, like, sweat off his neck. He's like, oh, it was quite, hmm, quite hot in there. That was uh, strange. But anyway, I'm glad you folks got your, um, your arrows and weapons and things. Is there anything else you need to get? Oh, I, oh, well, well, you two over there. I heard her say her name was Lenine because, um, yeah, people always forget to introduce themselves. That was
0: my fault. I thought you said her name
2: was Veline. Oh, that is confusing. veline is the elf and Linine is the humid woman with the lion mane. Linine wow. and Veline. <laughs> what a pair.
0: Shanjan, do you have a crush on your elf friend back there?
2: And he almost like chokes and just like... <laughs> That's the first time I've... Uh, no, I've... <laughs> oh, gosh. We should go to the town masters and he kind of just power walks and Verna just kind of leans leans over to you and it's like well she was she was quite pretty but just rolls her eyes like this guy
0: well I was gonna sing you a song about love shan jam but I guess since you're not you're not into that elf lady let's go back to the town master <laughs> <laughs>
2: He's like, oh, I mean, keep that on, on deck. It uh, could be interesting to hear about your, your strange theories. And conspiracy. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh. oh, And he just is going faster and using his little, you know, walking stick. And you just hear, like, turkeys gobble and stuff. He's like, oh, oops. <laughs> but, yeah, anyway. Um, so what's the next plan? To go to the, get your, um, your look at the quest board or?
0: Uh, I guess go look at the quest board, and I, I think I want to tell somebody about what we saw at the, the wind, the house. Yeah. Meal M- the meal house, mm-hmm. house.
2: Um, well, first of all, there is a new quest, it's this one.
0: Oh my god, you haven't given me even the moment to go and look at the board.
2: Oh, sorry. You see, you see, as you walk up to the bulletin board, a uh, piece of paper, but you can't read it yet.
0: So I'm walking up to the board and I'm like, love, there's an L in Elf, there's an O in O, there's a V in Very, Very Pretty, Elf is the word.
2: She's all, her name is also starts with a V. <laughs> oh, maybe the inverted will say that. It's like, uh, you know, her, uh, her name there actually starts with a V as well. I like it so far. Keep going. Don't want to
0: interrupt. L is for love. Oh, ooh, she's pretty. V is And E, cause she's an elf. <laughs> All right, I think I've teased Shanjan enough for the night. Uh, let's go look at this board, everybody.
2: Yeah, perfect. <laughs> so there is one. Yeah, Logger's Camp Quest what it's called and i think those uh i don't know what you call these ruffians that were there there's a big commotion there as you kind of walk up and the the Mm red-headed woman like actual human red-headed so like orange really um it's just like well i'm tired of all this bull (coughs) like this guy just wants us to go and run errands for his brother now this is nepotism i'm tired of this place maybe she notices you you remember her name was no silene well, these people have the same name. Anyway, I ain't name these people. So, Silene, you're that tiny adventurer. Do you, do you even see this stuff going on?
0: Well, I mean, I'll be honest. I have noticed that we are running a lot of errands for brothers and sisters and cousins. And I feel like, basically, they're just trying to get all their family back in town. Uh, I mean, I'm not against it. If it was my halfling brothers and sisters, I'd do the same thing.
2: The one guy with, like, the balding head and, like, missing teeth. He looks like Brawn. It's just like, yeah, you know, I came out here to, uh, kill some stuff. And they're having us, what, look at gnomes or go deliver garbage? No. Celine, we need to get, we need to get out of here. This, uh, this town's a little too small for us. Might fit you pretty well. Looks like points down at you.
0: Huh. Well, what I lack for in height, I make up for in heart and strength, sir. So thank you, because we will take over these jobs.
2: And he just looks at you and then just starts cracking up. He's like, okay. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, I think we need to get out of here. There's uh, some orcs around here. How much of those pelts? We could retire on that. And a dragon somewhere? Tells me there's got to be a horde. Eh? Says to the red-headed lady, Silene. She's like, hmm. You know, you're a bastard and an idiot, Jabarl, but you might have a point there stone cold Reavers out she starts like walking away and uh, jabarl follows right behind her and then the other three like that guy in the robes like the creepy looking guy and then uh the really tall lady and the other guy like the warrior has like the shaved head it looks like Wormtongue. tongue he kind of uh lingers for a moment and he hasn't said anything but he kind of um to you three i guess just um best to stay out of our way but good luck and just keeps going Unless you say anything.
0: Bye. Good luck, everybody. Have a good time.
2: Yeah, I think no one even looks back.
0: All right. Well, I mean, can't say I'll be sad to see them go, but uh, oof, I hope they know what they're in for with this dragon business.
2: Yeah, and Inverna kind of, oh, maybe she just spits. She's like, yeah, that's why people uh, think mercenaries are bad news. People like them. Good thing they're out of here. This town's too good for them.
0: Hmm. yeah you're probably right and um, you know I never mind doing any of these things because what's one more adventure for the books at the end of the day Um, I'm just glad to have my two friends with me and look at all the cool new stuff we have I mean I certainly never had any funky goggles before (laughs) I can't remember what they were called and I certainly never had any dust of disappearance. Woo, I'm excited about using that. Night goggles is what they call them, I believe. Funky <laughs> goggles where I'm from. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. uh, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, what is this new quest?
0: All right, everybody, listen up here. It's a Logger's Camp quest. Neverwinter Wood Along the river that flows west towards Neverwinter is a logging camp. Every two months, Vandelin delivers fresh supplies to the camp, which is run by the half-brother of Fandulin's town townmaster, Harbin Wester. Barthon, the local provisioner, has prepared a new delivery. He needs someone to bear the supplies safely to the camp. Return to Harbin Wester with a notice of delivery signed by his half-brother, Tibber Wester, to claim your reward of... A hundred gold pieces!
2: Yeah, absolutely. That's the quest. And then, um, what are you going to do about completing the Nomengard quest? Are you going to talk to um, Harbin about it, or are you going to keep it to yourself?
0: Um, what do I have to do to complete it?
2: So that is where you have to basically sell him one of those items, or keep them for yourself.
0: So if I want to complete it and get my 50 gold pieces, I have to sell him one of these items?
2: Yeah. By 50 gold pieces, you're basically selling him one of those four things for 50. Or you can keep them all.
0: And then not finish the quest.
2: Yeah, I mean, it'll count as finished.
0: Oh. But I don't get 50 gold pieces? No. Alright, Mr. Harbin Wester, let's have a talk.
2: <laughs> so you remember, like, his house is, like, behind the uh, the board a little bit? Do you knock on the door, or did you say that rhetorically?
0: I'm walking over there now. Let's go have a talk with Mr. Wester. He's the guy that won't open his door for us, right?
2: Shenzhen's like, yeah, I think so.
0: Well, that's alright. I've got the, uh, gift of gavas, you know? We'll go talk to him, and I'll sell him one of these special Guard um, things here because, you know what, after I bought um, that stuff I could use an extra 50 gold piece
2: Shanjan kind of says, uh oh, I don't know, those are pretty powerful things, I don't know if you really think we should give them over just for 50 gold pieces when we're about to get 100 if we do this lager thing?
0: Yeah, but then we'll have 150, Shanjan yeah.
2: and, and Verna's like yeah, I, I might have to agree with her this could, you know, uh we we're pretty close to getting that that armor that can uh, help uh, you know protect you a little bit there, uh, Feeney. And I don't know if these uh, these gnome things look pretty interesting, but I don't think they're uh, super useful in a fight. If you catch my drift. And Shanjan's like, well, I don't know. There's a lot of magic that I have that isn't good in battle, but very important otherwise. Like, you never know when you might need it. And I mean, Timora, the goddess of luck, brought us to those items. Surely we might need them later. What do you think, Feeny?
0: Well, I'm looking at it this way, guys. If for any reason we have to go up to battle against this dragon, and clearly the threat is coming closer to Fandolin, especially since, I don't know why, it feels like it knew that we were at dauber's house, because why in the world would it go after a silly, empty windmill, after all? We might need goggles of the night; we don't know when we're going to meet him. We also might need the dust of disappearance. It is a wondrous item that's uncommon. <laughs> I like being able to disappear whenever I want to. My real question is this immovable rod and pole of collapsing. both of them seem a little little uh similar rods and poles and all. <laughs> Let me take a moment to look at these.
2: Oh, take your time.
0: This flat iron rod has a button on one end. You can use an action to press the button, which causes the rod to become magically fixed in place. Until you or another creature uses an action to push the button again, the rod doesn't move. Even if it's defying gravity, the rod can hold up to 8,000 pounds of weight. More weight causes the rod to deactivate and fall. A creature can use the action to take a DC 30 strength check, moving the fixed rod up to 10 feet on a success. Pole of collapsing. While holding this 10 foot pole, you can use an action to speak a comp- command word and cause it to collapse into a one foot long rod. For ease, ease, <laughs> wow, I can't read. <laughs> For ease of storage. <laughs> the pole's weight doesn't change you can use an action to speak a different command word and cause the rod to revert to a pole however the rod will elongate only as far as the surrounding space allows I think that the immovable rod is more important for us in case we need to climb any giant towers or something this pole of collapsing while it is a wondrous item it is common yeah fair enough Excuse me, Townmaster. I have something for
2: you. Just, just one minute. To hold on. Oh, uh, way too long. Later, like uncomfortable seconds. It's like, um, yes, yeah, sorry. Um, um, the Townmaster's out. Uh, he's saying from behind the door. Someone is. It sounds exactly like the voice of Harbin. It says, uh, oh, he's out right now. Sorry. Um, are you a dragon by chance? Because I've been um, informed to tell you that. He's is very skinny and bony and, um, unappetizing in the, the highest degree.
0: Ha! Huh. Oh, that's funny. Um, I don't know who you are. Wink, wink. <laughs> Winks to her friends. <laughs> but, uh, you sound a lot like the town master to me, but, oh boy, um, you can just relay the message that, uh, if I was a dragon, I'd be the tiniest, most cutest, sweetest, and funniest dragon you'd ever meet in the world. <laughs>
2: Um, okay, well, that's good to know, but I know that there's another one that's quite the opposite of what you described, that um, just in case he he, or she or, or they are around, let them know for sure that Harbin Wester is, oh, just so unappetizing, just oh, the worst.
0: Well, good thing I'm not a dragon, because I don't like people meat.
2: Oh, my favorite characteristic.
0: It's your old friend, Feeny. Remember? We met a couple days ago. I've been doing all these jobs for you. Me and my friends, Shan, Janet, and Verna. You should know my name by now. Should I play you a little diggy? Diddy? <laughs> I'm not a dragon. It's just me. I'm Feeny, 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 Feeny,
2: Feeny, Feeny. <laughs> Love it. And maybe, oh, maybe he lifts up this, like, slot, you know, like, password, please, like that kind of thing. Oh, yes, yes, I see. Well, uh, you were the one who did that, um... That windmill thing,
0: right? That's right.
2: And you talked to those dwarf brothers,
0: yes. Sure did. Well,
2: uh, very very good. Um, Don't,
0: don't forget, don't forget. Also the gnome thing.
2: Well, I'm sorry, I believe that, that's still on notice at the...
0: That's why I'm here.
2: Oh, oh, well, um, hold on, let me, um, uh, get Harbin real fast.
0: Oh, you go get him, winkster friends, wink wink.
2: Yes, just what? One minute, I think he's indisposed, but um, I'll put down my swords and, as I am the guard here and, and go go fetch him.
0: You do that.
2: And you just hear like, <laughs> And he's like, oh, now I'm here. Yes, it's it's me, Hodden Wester, the townmaster. My very well-trained uh, man-at-arms said that you had a completed quest.
0: Uh, he, yes, uh, thank you so much for joining us, revered town master.
2: Yes, uh, um, ooh, uh, Barben spoke very highly of you.
0: Well, you just tell Barben that he is a friend that is welcome any day. One day, maybe I'll get to meet you in person, sir.
2: Oh, well, good. I hope that, um, the trip to Gnomengard was very good. I hope even more that they have honored their their ancient pact with us and have given us some aid.
0: They sure have. They've got these really cool crab claw things. and I'm not talking about the ones you eat.
2: I am sorry, but I'm allergic to shellfish.
0: Hmm. Well, they've got some cool mushrooms. And, uh, in any case, um, we did go through the entire kingdom of Nomengard, And, uh, I met the king himself, and Everybody's definitely on good terms still. There is some important news I have for you. Number one, I've come to collect 50 gold pieces for a pole of collapsing that I'd like to give to you. A pole of collapse, And uh, what does this device do then? Well, while you're holding it, it's 10 feet, by the way. (laughs) Um, You can use an action to speak a command word to cause it to collapse. Like, collapse. And it'll collapse, and then it becomes one foot. So yeah, a whole nine feet. And then, and then, and then, don't wait. wait still, <laughs> let me tell you more. Uh, the weight never changes. You can use the same action, so you could say collapse and reappear, or whatever you want. Whatever you want, it's your word, not mine. Don't don't let me put words in your mouth. Um, <laughs> but the rod will revert to a pole. So basically, you got a pole, you got a rod, you got a rod, you got a pole. It's two and one.
2: Mm, well. That sounds fascinating, but I'm not sure if it will help with a dragon. And if you would like to convince him, how about you roll Persuasion? So I feel this might be pretty moderate. You have some options here. If you want to try to um, convince him that it's really, and you believe that it's really good, then that's a Persuasion. But if you want to lie to him and say,
0: it has all these other
2: abilities I didn't tell you about, that could be a deception. Or if you want to say, take it or else, that could be Intimidation. It sounded like persuasion, but I wanted to give you some options just in case.
0: I think persuasion.
2: Yeah. So I would say that's probably a moderate difficulty. doesn't seem very impressed, so you have to roll a 15 or higher.
0: All right. Well, I think you're going to really want this pole collapsing. And, uh, I mean, I don't know about you, but I heard um, your slave man friend.
2: Oh, no. Please, please don't think he's a slave. He's my man-at-arms.
0: Okay, your man-at-arms. He specifically said to me that... You're a skinny bony man that, um, you know, dragons don't want. So you don't even have to worry about that. The pole collapsing for a skinny bony man as yourself will probably come in quite useful.
2: Hmm. Oh, wow. well, you rolled a one, but guess what? Remember you have the halfling luck. So you get to roll it again and take the better one. Whoa, <laughs> <laughs> a two technically better. So I think he says, um, Tell you what, little uh, uh, feeny teeny, I believe, um, as an adventurer, mercenary as you are, um, a 10 foot pole could be quite useful for you. So I'm going to do you the favor of allowing you to keep that. I think, um, oh, you know what? If you're in a catacomb and there's any sort of trap, you could uh, extend this rod and poke at things uh, to make sure no- nothing uh, springs out at you or anything. But us here, I mean, if a dragon is within 10 feet of us, we're already. Uh, quite in danger, so probably not the best thing for us, but for you, though, you adventurers, I think, yes. I will be the better man here and allow you to keep that. With my thanks, and give send my thanks to the the Gnoman Guardians.
0: I'm going to now intimidate (laughs) him. Fine. Just keep in mind, sir, you and your slave boy Oh, no. That's mm-hmm. very offensive. Yeah, well, I hope it is. Because we've been doing jobs for you and your town. And we'll do this other one. We're going to do the Loggers Camp quest. But I'll tell you what, you should definitely have traded with me. Because not only are we doing all the jobs that nobody else wants to do,
2: We're so ominous.
0: <laughs> but anyway, I am in- intimidated. But not only are we doing all the jobs that nobody else wants to do, that other group of marauders already left town, so all you have is us now. The dragon was as close to Fandolin as Umbridge Hill. Oh,
2: oh, no. Well, I'm glad you have this uh, proper adventuring equipment then.
0: So maybe next time when I want to trade with you... You should think about it.
2: Alright, you can intimidate him. <laughs> You're angling really hard with this. I'll allow it.
0: No, I did it. I intimidated him and I, get, I completed my quest and I got to keep all four of my shit.
2: Okay, sure. It's fine. Alright. So uh, I
0: just don't get the 50.
2: Yeah.
0: It's not my fault. I still wanted to intimidate him, though. Just for fun.
2: Okay. <laughs> I think that's fair.
0: So keep in mind... The dragon is nigh. And you'll want to come to us. Because we're the ones with the experience on how to fight him.
2: Oh, absolutely. I'm glad we have uh, such good heroic folks as, as you three here. hmm Well, it's almost lunchtime. I should be going. And I feel it's like hours before lunch.
0: Mm-hmm. You tell your friend there next time we're here... You should invite us in. So I can see you face to face when you give me those hundred gold pieces. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I guess I gotta go to Neverwinter Wood.
2: Well, yeah, I think doesn't say you have to go to uh, Barthens first to get the supplies, I guess.
0: I guess. I mean, I don't really understand. It says, deep into Neverwinter Wood, the logging camp, every two months, Phandolin delivers fresh supplies to the camp, which is run by his half brother. Barthen, the local provisioner has prepared new deliveries, so there are you go. supposed to go to Barthin? Yeah.
2: That's, um, you went to see him in the first episode, I think. He's the one with just, like, the jerky and... Yeah, so you go there, maybe they're already setting it up for you. Just like, oh, oh, well then, you're, you're setting up for the, uh, supply run. Well, come, come along back, I can show you what's up. And he goes back and he's hooking up this, uh, he's, um, oh, and the two clerks these two like teenage boys basically one of them's a, a halfling the human one or the halfling one is just like oh you, you gotta come on maybe just ask her and he's like oh i don't i don't know she's a little older i mean maybe like a hundred it's like yeah it's fine she'll whoa sorry anyway They're like get get out of here get back to work says Barthen. there's this little cart like a wheelbarrow type thing and this like a gray ox i guess and he's like, well, this here is a Vincent. He like pets the ox. He's like, make sure to take care of him. He's uh one of my well best friends. I wouldn't know what to do if anything happened to him. But he'll be a good he'll be a good boy for you. Maybe there's like six or seven crates on this uh, cart thing. Just take it over there to uh, the log camp up there. Probably the easiest way to do it is to go over to a uh, Falcons Lodge, which is uh, not too far away in the Never winter Wood specifically, but some adventuring type, like a hunter that lives out there, you know, watches over the woods a little bit. And if you find him, he can show you exactly where it is. But if you just want to chart your own course, then well, I ain't going to stop you from that either. Poor Vincent's made the thing so, so often, but he's getting up there in the years, and I think he just doesn't quite remember. she so you'll have to lead him, but I'm sure folks as uh, adventurous as yourselves won't have too much of a problem.
0: I believe in all Vincent. I bet if he knows the way, even if he is old, he'll probably be able to help us out here and there.
2: He's like, oh, and you, actually, you know what? Maybe he like starts to walk away and comes back. He's like, if you do go to, uh, say, at the lodge there, if you bring Old Falcon, bottle of many cherries, wine from uh, Waterdeep, they should have some in the uh, the Stonehill Inn over there. They always keep some for when he comes about. If you bring one of, a bottle of that over for him, I'm sure he'll uh, help you drink it. And uh, probably let you stay there for free. And you might become your new best friend. Can't get enough of that stuff. Too sweet for my taste, but that's only if you go to the Falcon's Lodge. If you want to skip that, then I'd save your money. Just some advice. I'll leave it up to you. Any questions, though?
0: We need to head over to the Logger's Camp. And on the way, we stop at an inn.
2: Yeah, if you, I could show you on your map about where you're going.
0: Right, but the point of going into the inn is to get some of this cherry wine.
2: Oh no, the inn, uh, the inn here is what I meant. That's the stone hill. yeah, oh. place you went before where the Dwarven Brothers are staying.
0: And why am I going to get wine again?
2: Well, if you end up going to Falcon's Lodge, he can uh, show you how to get to the loggers camp pretty quick. And it uh, might be worth it. It's going to take a while to get there. Down here is where we are, Fandolin. You're going to have to go off the trail, up into these woods. loggers' camp. That's around over here. And I think Falcon's Lodge is somewhere in this area. But, yeah, at least kind of on your way. More than one person gotten kind of lost in them went your Woods, but looks at Inverna. Those, uh, the elves around here, I think, uh, millennia or centuries ago, used to, uh, run about and do stuff in there. Maybe, uh, I don't know if you've ever been there, but maybe you can figure out stuff if you want to bypass falcons. But that's all up to you. Like I said, if you want to stay at his little lodge there, just like his big mansion, you know, uses to protect the forest and whatnot, you would be, he would appreciate it at least if you got that, brought him a bottle of wine. You'd make fast friends with him.
0: Hmm. Well, I do like friends. And I do like wine. So, I guess we should go pick some up, since we're already going to be on a long trip as it is. Might as well.
2: Whatever you think. I don't, I don't know if this, uh, Harbin will tell you otherwise, but I don't know if this is, uh, there's any strict time limit for this. Just his brother. <laughs> they usually send a little, uh, runner back to get the supplies themselves, but I guess they got, I don't know, held up. Best of luck to you.
0: All right, well, thanks so much for Stanley the Ox.
2: Oh, his name's Vincent. <laughs> <laughs> Stanley died tragically. It was gruesome.
0: I must be thinking of old Stanley. <laughs> RIP <laughs> <laughs> And
2: as you walk away, you just see the little grave <laughs> behind the uh, store.
0: Stanley the ox, he was a good ox. Alright guys, well what do you think? Shanjan and Verna wanna stop by the inn real quick, grab some wine, and then head on into Neverwinter Wood?
2: Yeah, sure. No problem with me, Inverna says. You know, uh he we was talking about them elves that used to live back live in these old... Woods used to be a little kingdom a long time ago, way before even I was around. But they abandoned it. And elves don't usually abandon a forest on purpose, so... Not a bad idea to get some friendly faces if we're trudging through these forests, you know?
0: Yeah, I agree. Considering you know so much about elven life and culture, I mean, I, I follow you wherever whatever you say goes. If you say that that place was abandoned by elves, it's not a good thing, then, well, we should be prepared as prepared can be. Prepared with a capital P. Let's go get this wine.
2: All right. So yeah, the bar is, this is where you've been staying, the Stonehill Inn. Elsa, she comes over and she's like, hi there little darlings. I'm glad you made it back. Would you like some, uh, something to drink or anything? Oh, actually I should say we are, uh, rather than butterskulls, didn't get a supply recently, they all dry, dried up. They're pretty popular. I noticed you had some last time. Delicious. I'm, I don't know what they're uh, sitting on them for back up there, but who knows. But anyway, we got everything else in stock.
0: <clears throat> We're actually here to just regroup and grab some wine before we head out into Neverwinter Wood. Unless anybody wants anything to eat before we go. Warm meal before we hit the road.
2: Yeah, Inverna's like, well, now they mention it since you have that uh or since we have that uh tab going i I might eat some. Yeah, what is it? What do you think a a good lunch would be?
0: Um a
2: fantasy lunch.
0: It's uh pigeon pot pie and um and it's shaped like a bird. So it's a pot pie, but it's like shaped like an actual bird. And um, I love it. <laughs> yeah, and you can like Instead of like a traditional pot pie where you like dig into it, you just like pick up a wing and just like bite into it and it's like gooey and like melty and pigeony in the middle.
2: Love it. Shanji's like, oh, I, I don't know how I feel about this after not being able to talk except for make bird sounds briefly, but this is delicious, so I'm just gonna eat it.
0: Oh, Shanjan, you're so silly. I mean, yeah, there is probably some pigeon meat in there, but you're not eating a real pigeon. It's just shaped like one. It's fun. just kind of like the butter skulls. You weren't really eating a skull, were we?
2: Everyone kind of looks at each other like, uh. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So do you order the uh, the wine, too?
0: Yep. Three pigeon pies, please. Pidgey, pidgey pies. And <laughs> I will take um, a bottle of wine.
2: Yeah, so the, the special one that Falcon likes is the Water Davian many cherries.
0: The Water Davy Many Cherries.
2: Which is ten gold pieces, which is ah. a very expensive wine thing. It's like a hundred dollar bottle of wine basically. Oh
0: my lord. These Davy cherries better be good.
2: <laughs> water Davian many <Mini> cherries. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of love water what is it? Water Davian? Davy, Davy <laughs> cherry? Yeah.
0: I will drop the dough. Here you go.
2: And she's like, oh, oh my. That's a, don't get a lot of people buying that except for that, oh, that, that uh, traveler that comes in from the the woods up there sometimes. Oh, anyway. Yeah, I can get that right, right quick.
0: Well, thank you. Uh, Don't drill on the bottle now.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and I think Shanjan's like, oh gosh, how embarrassing. She's. Seems like really smitten with this Falcon guy. Boy.
0: Hey, anyway. Jan, remember? Hmm? L is for love.
2: And he kind of looks around. Like,
0: oh, is for... Oh, she pretty? <laughs> and he's like, he lo-
2: like holds your strings. He's like, oh,
0: she might. Oh, is she around here?
2: Oh, okay. No. She's like, uh, maybe we can sing that when we're out of town. <laughs> sure will. <laughs> so yeah, you get this. uh a delicious lunch. We got this uh,
0: cherry wine. We're eating eating Pidgey Pie. Yeah. And do you have anything the, else to do? or Maybe use the bathroom before you get on the road. Mm-hmm.
2: Very good. So then, do you want to play us out?
0: Sorry, let me find something that works. We're going into the loggers camp. We're eating Pidgey Pie we're gonna meet some guys and give them wine shanjin has a crush on a girl it's really funny no like, oh, wait what <laughs> just kidding just kidding just kidding let's go to the loggers camp and see who Thanks for joining us for this episode of This American Dice Presents D&D, Dragon of Icespire Peak. Your cast was Marisa as Serafina Teele and David as the Dungeon Master. You heard Austin as a narrator. Music for this episode was an Ocean Wide by Sebastian Forsland and Happy Victory by Heatley Bros. If you could please rate, review, and subscribe to our show at your favorite podcatcher, it would really help This American Dice. Austin will read every five-star review we receive on air as... A sexy elf. Join us next week for another episode of This American Dice. And remember, wash your hands and wear a mask. You should know my name by now. Should I play you a little diggy, diddy?
2: (laughs) Yes, no diggity, please. (laughs) My favorite.
0: (laughs) Ninja friend, Baby, baby, whoops. You think I'm in love. I'm sent from above.
2: I'm recording so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm not that innocent. <laughs> what?
2: Yeah, I'm recording so. Go. Fire one ready.
0: Okay. I'm ready. Hmm. What is malady? Malady. Is that how you say it? M-lady? <laughs> m-lady. No. Malady? Malady. Malady. Yeah. <laughs> malady. I
2: would put-